and welcome to the Starlight Megaphone. My or name is the Sean. RPG Cast. Oh, if you want. Yes, fine. that's right. It's RPG Cast episode 231. Yes. And as you can tell, we've got some special guests here today. Uh, well, a special Who? guest. Where? You. Sean Cooper no. from no. Whisper.com. It's not true. Also known as Professor Per. <laughs> that's right. Wait, how did you know that? It's oh, on I your Skype. It. Yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Also joining me, Anna Marie Newfeld. Hi, I'm Anna Marie. I don't know what to say after he yeah, says you that. I'm stunned that. into silence. Yes, the op- one of the uh, citizens of the island that leads- that is the object of Sean's obsession is, of course, John Yearworth. Sean's obsessed about England. Yes. Oh, not really. He's a Britaku. He's a he's a Britophile. Britaku. Oh, he's one of those. Yes. No, I'm not really actually. Britaku. I wouldn't live there if you paid me. You wouldn't like honest. you wouldn't like cricket, other, cricket any other ways. And I, I would I I miss cricket. I wish I lived in England for the cricket, but I would never live in England. Okay, it's a, a vicious. You'd live in the place. Falkland Islands instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, I don't have sex with sheep. Oh, okay. And of it's course, we've got Emmanuel. You pillock. Same thing. <laughs> or whales. Or yeah, or whales. Yes. I hate to I hate to introduce him after that, but uh, also with us is Emmanuel Marino. Well, I, for one, have never invaded Argentinian territory. I see. Good ah, but you. You, you stole your way into our country, didn't you? I know you did. Yes, I did, by way of being born in Los Angeles. Yep, same thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that guy's oh, taking that pesky up. citizenship by birth. <laughs> yeah. And Emmanuel Marino's taking our jobs. <laughs> Obama used the same loophole. <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah, but even worse, he got born on some island out in the Pacific. No, no, Manny. This is you're just an anchor baby. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> it anchor, yeah, Honolulu anchor baby, <laughs> the worst kind. And I'm oh, your host, Chris Privetier, settling in for a wonderfully offensive podcast this evening. Thanks for joining us. Sorry about the delay on the podcast this week. Had some things to do, namely vacation with my girlfriend in the Wisconsin Dells, which went splendidly. What is this? The bragcast? Yes. Vacation with my girlfriend. It was awesome. Thank well, you what did you do? Much. You can brag. Brag something. No, I'm just saying you call it it's like the broadcast over here. All right, you brag something, John. Humble, let's go. I had that my graduation ceremony on oh, Friday. J- good, congratulations. congratulations, John. You graduated. Yay, and you graduated with your A. I graduated with my second, cla- uh, second class upper degree. Yay. But you got like an A2 or something? 2-1. Yay. I don't know what that means. Nobody does, Chris. Okay, it doesn't good. make any sense outside of England. All right, good. I'm Are glad. Are GCSE system? Sorry? Nothing. I'm yelling at Chris, not you. All right. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Did you, do you know what that means, Sean? Yes. What? Because you're a Britaku. No, because I uh, I work in academia. <laughs> Chris. Oh, is that is that really? You, you, there's actually, a test you have to learn how Britain's grading systems work? Yes, actually. Oh. Well, at least for upper divisions. And I also have to know how Pakistan's work. Really? And they're very similar to England's, in fact, but they're not the same. They're a little bit different. Darn it. Foiled again. This is why we didn't get any comments on last week's show. Sean, you can brag about something. You have something you did uh, not have before. I have an air conditioner. Yes. Central air. I mean, I had one before. It was made in 1805. <laughs> it was powered by steam and a little mule named Sally, which turned a sort of capstan to keep it moving. And uh, occasionally it turned my next-door neighbor's garage into a swimming pool. Oh, delightful. Which what was did nice you do with Sally? Outside, and it was just, you know, trying to be nice and helpful there. What did you do with Sally? Well, Chris, all I can say is we're eating well tonight. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't know if you are if you're eating mules. <laughs> you know, it tastes like chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, well, <laughs> I didn't even know how to transition out of that. Let's <laughs> go luck. to the emails. <laughs> Feedback for the week is brought to you by the letter G for Google Drive. And the letter A for Advil that someone's already reaching for. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> My presence is having the desired effect. Yes. First letter from Final Fantasy Fan with a Dilemma. Writes in, says, Dear RPG Cast, it's Final Fantasy Fan with a Dilemma here. First off, thank you for your awesome work every week. Second, to British guy number one. I think that's you, John. I'm your greatest fan, and you're the only reason I listen to this podcast, so you still increase your listeners' numbers. <laughs> Thanks to all of your advice, I've decided to steer clear of Final Fantasy XI. I've also tried out Terra, but the non-existent story turned me away. On a whim, I tried out the notorious Final Fantasy XIV, and to my great surprise, I enjoyed it greatly. I actually recognize the NPC and care about their agendas, and also like the story. Graphics are great, as expected, and performance isn't as bad as people said. I realize it's all this great thing people called gamers' expectations. I came in not hoping for much and was pleasantly surprised. As uh, Sarah McGar once said, MMOs should be played with friends, so I'm just wondering if there are people playing the game right now so that I can play with them. That's all. Once again, thank you. And so, to answer his question, people, if you're playing Final Fantasy XIV, looking for someone to play with, let them know in the message board thread for this week's show at board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest update section, find the post for show number 231, and let them know. Why would you play a game that doesn't have any content? I don't know, but somebody's enjoying it. No one. Well, okay, there are, there are many MMOs. No, wait, 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 wait. Well, how much... Astron's Paul, still up and running. How much content did oh. Pong have, all right? Games don't need content, necessarily, as long as the gameplay's fun it for you. It wasn't a monthly fee to play Pong. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got I got to renew my Pong subscription. <laughs> <laughs> my console isn't working anymore. Yeah. I can't find as anyone far, to play Pong with. As far as I remember, I thought they had actually fairly well extended the story quest stuff that they were planning on putting in. I don't know. I haven't touched the thing in about six months. Well, they added up some dungeons. Actually, and- for those that are interested in reading, the most recent Final Fantasy XIV thread on the forums has an amazing breakdown by two of our community members, and it gives you all of the information about what's already been inserted, what's being inserted over the next three months before 2.0, which includes storyline that you're actually not going to get an opportunity to play after 2.0 hits, and then how 2.0 is going to roll out. Where do they find that? Um, it's the latest updates section, and it's the latest Final Fantasy fourteen thread. Oh, it's in the latest updates. Okay, interesting. Someone's got an iPhone. Oh yeah, sorry. That's the one I. That's. <laughs> hey, listen. The it's reason I have too. that is because of you. <laughs> but also. Okay, guys. Everyone. Yeah. It lets Chris. me do that whenever I need to, because <laughs> it's important <laughs> to hear the ouya sound. Ooh-yah. <laughs> the worst part is that it's real. Yes, it's real. And that will be the only thing that comes out of that project. Maybe you should, uh, that's a little inside baseball. Maybe give the listeners an that idea is, what you're talking about. Yes, that is the sound that was sent out to Kickstarter backers of the Ouya project today. So if you got, uh, if you, like me, I donated a dollar so I could just get the emails and watch this project uh, burn and go down in flames. Um, that's today's update was somebody saying, hey, it's my birthday, so here's the Ouya welcome sound. So 
So whenever you turn on your Ouya console, you're going to hear, hear that. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what else do you want to hear, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's asinine. Kisaki project. I'm, oh, am yeah? I still allowed to be woefully unimpressed by that? Just taking this thing on a little sort of tangent. Uh, are you still not allowed to be? I, I just uh, it didn't grab me the last time we brought it up, and it still doesn't. Well, I'm sitting here making fun of it, as is Sean. So I think you're quite permitted to be completely unimpressed by it. Cool. All right, <laughs> carry it's on. Ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. It's not real. It's not real. It's not going to come out. Oh, somebody committed to making an exclusive game for it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Joke's on them, I guess. Isn't it? <laughs> That's a mobile game. Um, Who cares, right? Who's the somebody? I, I don't know. It was Razor or something or other. I could Someone you've never heard of before. I, I think... I'd never heard of him. I think this guy was high pro. He used to he worked on a big team and he left that team to start up some like deep emotional zombie survival game. Oh. Cuz that's part Face What? Palm. <laughs> emotional zombie survival? Yeah, like sort of like the tone of like what David Jaffe talked about. Dude, yeah, he's, the, he's yeah. the guy who wrote the stupid Lost Voyage script. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> no one's going to know what that is though. <laughs> We went to the Dells, and we went on the Lost Voyage. It was this big mystery thing. Figure out what happened to a ship. And we went on it, and they take you a tour up a canyon. And we found out that after we got on it, and uh, halfway through, it's actually a zombie haunted house. <laughs> so we ended up on a zombie haunted house tourist trap. Wait, 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 wait. Is a haunted house? How can you... But- on a boat, yeah. yeah. But they're not ghosts. Well, all yeah. right, whatever. It's the same thing, because they're zombies, and they attack the cast members, and you, everybody's walking back. Get back to the ship. Get back to the ship. So everyone's walking back. Yeah, all back. 75 of you. Yeah, are walking back, and like the zombies just jump out of dark places and try to scare you and make you walk around them and stuff. So, All right, yeah. I got the guy. So um, it's being made by a former uh, someone from the... Wait, let me see. Eve's... Uh, Behar. He, no, no, excuse me. I got this all wrong. Uh-oh. Okay. It's called Human Element. It's a zombie survival game. Sort of like think – I'm looking at the cover art. It looks like uh, The Last of Us, but with zombies instead of fungal zombies. Oh, of course. <laughs> and it's a, I, I think so, it's that same what? tone of voice. That's it? <laughs> uh, no, it, it Robert you... Bowling. Oh, the former guy from Infinity Ward. Is uh. that right? I've seen. I think my information is totally wrong here. Hey, That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, let's get on to Kisaki's letter. So please don't bash me, but I'm not much of a PC gamer, and I'm a Mac person. I picked up The Witcher for Mac on the Steam sale. I'm loving it, but it has a game-ending <laughs> bug that crashes every time. Apparently, CD Projekt Red knows about it, and it has supposedly been working on a patch for the last three months. Apparently, they did a super lazy port. You can modify it somehow yourself to fix it, but I'm not tech-savvy enough to do so. Gonna try and get a friend to do it. It's pretty frustrating that Steam is allowed to sell me a product they know won't work. Shouldn't they take it down until the patch is ready? You know, this is disappointing to hear because I actually just picked up The Witcher during a Steam sale because I wanted to play the Mac version. Yeah, um, I don't know. Because if they took it down, you wouldn't have gotten a chance to get it at the sale price, right? So, But that's assuming they're going to fix it, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if if, there, if you can go to the forums and just fix it. That's not a big deal. Oh, but should you have to though? Mm, uh, I don't know. Depends how game ending it is. Some game ending bugs you don't necessarily run into. 
I I just don't know enough about this one. To, yeah, but like that's not out. acceptable in any other software. Go, yeah, we go into the binaries and fix your thing. Right, but we've had PC games that have ba- game ending bugs if you choose the wrong thing at the wrong part, and you don't get any fixes for them. Yeah, my uh, my my copy my Steam copy of Burnout Paradise doesn't work at the moment because I have X uh, Xtreme installed. I know, I I know this. It's commonplace, but it still shouldn't be acceptable. So here's the deal. This is this is how it games work on Steam, but it's not entirely unusual. The big news story in the past week, of course, has been about how some developers are not updating their Xbox games, and indeed this is true on Steam as well in the case of, uh, what's his name? That guy who makes the adventure games. Can't remember. Phil Fish? No, no, not Phil Fish. He's the one who was running his mouth, but there was another fellow who did roughly the same thing a little bit earlier with a Steam game, and it's expensive. It takes money to get recertified and so on, and sometimes Wait, they say... Wait, on Steam too? Yes. Oh, um, so they charge a, a similar like forty thousand dollar fee or something? I don't like that? think it's forty thousand no. dollars on Steam, no. But you know, it does. They do have to certify them, and they do have to pass them, and that does cost the developer money. And sometimes, depending on the amount involved, it doesn't make financial sense. I mean, if you've got a bug that affects one half of one percent of your user base, you know, does it make sense to spend forty thousand dollars if you've got a small market game? Probably not. So you know, th- there's that going around. It's not. An, it's not entirely unusual and in fact i've fallen victim to it even with big name companies like square enix they oh, put know, out one, lots of wonderful ios no, games right no, and I, most of them don't i have work to right challenge now. this a little bit i've never heard of an instance like if it, what you're saying is true and it costs money to put up a patch mm-hmm. i've never no, seen do, a situation I, I, where somebody's had a patch steam. available um for the non-steam version but not for the steam version well i don't know of anything like that what i'm referring to is games that are exclusive but to these systems exclusive uh, to steam no, um, there was a PC game on yeah. Steam that didn't get an update for the, roughly the same reason as the Xbox version didn't get an update, and it's not the same game. They're different games, but it's about you know the cost of. I don't think Steam charges for patches Steam though. Does, as far as I remember, Steam does not charge for patches. Like I mean, they charge you get it on there. If I can trace, I can trace that to a verifiable source. It may not be that they're charging for the patches in that case. It may just be the cost of the development budget in tracking yeah. down i mean when cost- this whole kerfluffle about steam charging for patches came out last year mm. um i believe gabe basically made a pithy comment about how it doesn't cost anything to put a patch on steam and honestly considering how many free-to-play games they have on steam i would be really doubtful they required to pay things get to get patch fast yeah and if there's a cert project process and there wouldn't be honestly i have never heard a client complain that steam is charging them for um a patch i have heard it from other methods of game delivery <laughs> Microsoft. yeah the 361 <laughs> yeah the 360 story is for that is definitely true forty thousand dollars for the second patch you know um it was no Tim it is, Sh- right. is actually what it was um tim schaefer released a uh, for costume quest there was a bug that they just didn't fix because, you know, it, it's just it, the bug was small. It didn't affect enough people, and it, the development cost to see they, they're in a situation where their studio has to count every penny. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, well that's perfectly legitimate, and yeah. I I completely understand if Tim Schafer says, you know, look, we're a small company and we don't make games that appeal to millions of people, and you know, this is half a percent of our users that are experiencing this little bug, so we're not going to spend the enormous amount of development and and R and D time to fix it. That's silly. Is CD Projekt in the same boat? I would I would get. I, I would think not 
because they then, you know they've got gog behind them that's like we'll saying the, well anyway. cd project aside let's turn and look at square enix they have a lot of money right you think they would be able to fix their oh, games but they don't understand users and customers well they've got lots of ios games right and about half of them don't work on ipad 3s <laughs> at all because that's <laughs> no, their subdivision I, I think with Square Enix, though, they sort of fire and forget on the on iOS platform, on yeah, iOS I, and Android. Exactly, exactly what I was saying. Um, they produced Crystal Defenders, which is actually a decent game, and it's available. You can get it on the iPad. It, you know, they, it's one of their less expensive games. You I know, think it's like to be solid. fair. To be, I'm not going to cut Square Enix any slack on that one because I've seen developers much smaller than Square Enix, even a subdivision, who mm-hmm. who are out there. Patch because Apple doesn't charge you to patch to patch their games at all, and, and they in fact they encourage frequent updates encourage. On, their apps, on their apps. Absolutely. So, and I see lots of small guys who will go out of their way to make sure. I mean, to to give more content, to give you more. Look at PopCap. They it's mm-hmm. been like two years and they're still updating Peggle with new levels and new features. Right. Well, you know, and what kills me about this is this isn't like we're not talking about a little company that can't afford to put the money into R&D. And we're not talking about a bug that affects 1% of your user base. We're talking about a guaranteed bug that makes the game unplayable on anyone who has a new iPad. And this is not one game but several, and this has been going on since March. I, I think that's just their culture, their corporate culture. They don't care. Put it on the store. They don't even understand the App Store. They think, I think that what's going on there for like a 10 year, 15-year-old game yeah. is acceptable do you think they're farming out the development of their mobile games or they have a mobile division that just is ordered by their bosses to work on different games and no you're done working on that other one yeah, you need to work that's over exactly here it. i think yeah. they're sque- if you look at screen yeah you look, it's like, if you follow gotta Andrea be bad Sung, management that doesn't make any other sense yeah yeah because if you follow uh like andrea song you see that square square enix dlg op- like announces a new game like practically every week mm-hmm. it's ridiculous how often they're announcing new titles for ios and you'd think that like someone they're invested in a way, but not invested enough to satisfy their consumers or even understand them and the pricing. Yeah. I mean, look at someone like uh, for tactics, right? <laughs> I mean, come look on. At Epic. They, they, they understood. They, I think they've made probably well, they bought a 10 studio and had them do it. They said, you guys that, manage though. it. They, they, I think, look how much they charge for their game. Like, like $6, right? Yeah. $6 for like this universal game. And it, they've updated it frequently, giving people more new content, more stuff, more, more, more for more than a year. And they've made over $20 million in that game. And look, it's, I bet you if you added up all the, all the games that Square Enix has sold on, like on iOS together, it doesn't even equal half of that. Well, uh, that's just Epic, blatant speculation, Epic, so I don't know. Epic credits, Epic credits their success in that particular field to applying the development strategies that they used for Gears of War to iOS. Cool. Funnily enough, as in, um, I can't remember the name of the head of Epic, but he he made a a big grandiose keynote speech at uh, GDC Europe last year um, that was essentially, we used the same nebulous AAA development practices that we used on stuff like Gears War and Unreal Tournament 3 in order to develop Infinity Blade. But the, cool. the, the, the suggestion there was um, that the uh, development costs were increased as a result. So they had to turn a $20 million profit. All right. Well, Kisaki had one last thing to say here, and Sean, you might oh, appreciate this. Little thing, mm-hmm. um, should we expect an update to, to CD Projekt, I mean, uh, the Witcher, Witcher on Mac? Oh, who knows? I, CD Projekt? I'd say yes, just because they've generally been a good company. But uh, it's been three months, so what's going on? I you don't know, get it. I, I think the last thing I want to bring up pretty quickly is I, th- I, I think 
that CD Projekt is taking Mac development very seriously. And their last press conference, they spent about 15 minutes talking about how The Witcher 2 is coming to the Mac. And that's like in an hour-long presentation. So like a fourth of, you know, they spend a good chunk of it talking about how Witcher 2 is coming to Mac. And they were very upfront saying, we plan on putting Cyberpunk on the on Mac soon after we release the PC. So they're taking this platform more seriously. And if they're going to take this platform more seriously, they need to be on top of those patches. So I think they'll go back and fix it then, given All that right. context. But uh, uh, anyway, the last thing the Kisaki Project says, love the show, get loose around more. The infighting is what makes the show fun. So hey, that's what we did tonight. Just for you, Kisaki. Wish granted. Well, Wish granted. We all agree with Lucifer. Like, oh, that was insightful. Good I know, job. right? Yeah. <laughs> we spent 15 minutes agreeing with him. Yes. Well, let's spend 15 minutes answering Ocelot's questions of the week with... Oh, please, no. Dear RPG Cast, so I just read that while the top 10 games on the Vita have sold less than 1 million units, a total of 863,032, while Pokemon Black and White, the highest selling game on the 3DS, has moved more than double the units at the entire Vita top 10. Hmm. So it's, uh, what, Black and White 2 did 2 million, and the, and the top 10 Vita games did less than 1 million. That's not good. Black uh, and White is Pokemon. Yeah, the, exactly. And it would Vita, outsell anything made Vita by anyone. Vita needs a Pokemon. Vita needs a top seller. Vita needs a Monster Hunter, uh, anything. And it's getting Monster nothing. Hunter try. Maybe there will be something in that coming no, out. No, it's, it's 3DS exclusive. Ooh, that's yeah, not good Yeah, it's pretty much locked people. up at this point. It's not looking dur, dur, good for dur. Vita. Which is it, a pity because I think I have a 3DS. And I'd much rather have a Vita with 3DS games on it, if that makes sense. <clears throat> I like the games on the 3DS, but I much prefer the hardware of the Vita. Oh, that's understandable. It's a, that's that's an expensive and, ni- and nicely designed piece of hardware. It is. It just needs games <laughs> really badly. Developers, if you're listening to this podcast, why don't you make some games for it? Leave a comment in the thread. Tell us all the Vita games you're making for the Vita. And I'm sorry. When I said try, I meant Monster Hunter 4, which is the new one. And okay. That's the one that is actually being developed. Or something? Uh, no, it's just, just four. They made a big deal out of just calling it four and not calling it quad or anything like that. So no, just give me a new, just give me a Vita Super Robot Wars game and be done with it. Well, that that's good if they want to sell ten more games in the U.S., but um, they they kind of need to <laughs> aim for a bigger market. Sorry. Oh All snap! Right. I'm a little disappointed because like um, I'm thinking North American market and Resistance didn't do very well. It was pretty. It was a pretty bad game. It was pretty poorly received, right? Yeah. Hey, what do you think? I say North American market. You think first-person shooter. That's how you get people over here, right? Uh, Who wants know. to play a first-person shooter on their Vita? Yeah, I think uh, they're thinking of the wrong games. surprised by the amount of people who bitched about not having a second analog stick with the first PSP. I, people want original games on the system, don't they? I would. No. I would like – you know what I would like on that system? What I would, would you love like? Final Fantasy Type Zero. That's what I would like. <laughs> games that are out in Japan that are not here. You know, never want, they want franchises America. they know. People, okay, so let's get some ports of franchises people know. Wait, Call of Duty is coming this fall. Call of Duty. Oh, God. You say, oh, God, but if that's... So I do stupid, say, oh, God, with, with good reason. Everyone benefits if, if, if uh, they sell, like, a million more Vitas because of Call of Duty. You Everyone all benefit. benefits. They need games that no, are portable no. games that are franchises people know. So how the about a Final games. Fantasy? There or you something go. you can play yes. while yeah, the Final TV's Fantasy on, 10. you know? 
because that's gonna that's gonna move tons of units among your modern North American gamers. I don't know. Here's about modern North American gamers. They hey, I'm talking about expanding the. You said you want more games. Oh, I don't. Get, I, yeah, no, you, I, I, you I, say I, that, I, Manny, but I, I don't think. think the, I say real games. I don't mean Call of Duty and Castleville. I well, mean those Final are real Fantasy. games, but I don't think Call of Duty is gonna do it. I don't think it's people are looking game. for a portable Call of Duty. I the think they are looking. For, okay. I have Jack Thompson, but he's got my back on this. Hey, remember, I'm not talking about the RPG cast audience when I say this. I'm just talking about, like, which is what, good. What because but, but who's playing first person shooters on a portable? No one. The is kind doing. of people who get excited about Call of Duty. Even they don't play first person shooters on a portable. You're, you're assuming a market's there that isn't necessarily there. Hey, I'm not the only one. Sony, so is Sony and Activision. Yes, because they always make. All right. Every, yeah, we'll all see. The, we'll the, see this fall. <laughs> Yes, we will. That's what I'm talking. I want to yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's I think not, we need um. Oh, darn no it. They've wants tried that. that. No wants um, it. Trust me. <laughs> I know people who do nothing but play Call of Duty, and the last thing they want is a portable Call of Duty. Experience. No, I, I think you're right though. But I, I just want to see. When I think about like big, big budget, like Vita games, I'm thinking that's going to be one of the biggest ones, and I want to well, see how well that's going to do. Is that these companies are going to spend a, an umptillion dollars on it, and what's going to happen is no one's going to buy it, and then they're mm. going to say, well, the, it's the fault of the Vita, not the fault of the IP. Oh, and that's just as bad, too. That's uh, just yeah, as terrible. The, they, they the opposite direction. Vita anymore, and that makes that worries me. Well, you'll be able to play Final Fantasy VII on your Vita soon, so that's something, right? Oh, I can play Final Fantasy VII right now. I have a PSP. I have a PS3. I have a PS2. I have a you can play it on your laptop pretty soon, so it's already yeah. portable. I mean, what 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 more do I want? How many more versions of Final Fantasy VII do I need? Speaking of Square just releasing stuff and not caring, how about one shot PC Steam uh, Steam like competitor? <laughs> Everybody wants a piece of that pie, man. That's why some... give Why give Steam? Oh, but I don't think they're making a store. <laughs> I think they're just doing cloud savings and achievements for one game and moving on. Yeah, for one game, just for Final Fantasy VII. I, I don't I'm not understand. giving them the credit of coming up with a Steam competitor. <laughs> no. It's that would be smart. You know what they think? They think their franchise is so big and it gets down on its own that they'll make millions no matter what, and there's no reason why they need to share 30% yes. with Steam. All right, that, I'll Final give you that. Final Fantasy yep. VII achievements that you can share with other people who only have Final Fantasy VII achievements. <laughs> <laughs> But presumably, like most achievement systems, it would be linked into something like Twitter or Facebook or some crap oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Is a million on Twitter feed saying, saw Aerith die today. There's a very small social network on the iPhone called Crystal. So I, I just assume they'll tie into that because it kind of has the thematic thing with the crystals of Final Fantasy. They'll buy them. Yeah, they'll buy them. You know, I, I think it's Chilingos. I really want to know. Do you think that Aerith dying will be a secret achievement? <gasps> <laughs> you know, you know I'm not going to win the money for this to find out. You so. just ruined it for a whole new generation, Manny. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, we need we got another question answered for Ocelot here. Should I go see the new Dark Knight movie or maybe just wait for the Blu-ray? No, because you get shot and that'll be unpleasant That's not for you. true. It's <laughs> not true. I saw the guy. He was on the they had the courtroom video today. Oh, I got to they? see him. He's creepy. Yeah. Creepy, creepy guy. Should we really be talking about this? I thought he would be like in a shirt and tie because, you know, they always dress them up right and they put them in a monkey suit and roll them out there. And they're always, you know, very professional and they Apparently look like he... they wouldn't hurt anyone. No, this guy was creepy. Uh, they don't always yeah, dress them up. That's only if you can afford slide. good. Let's go ahead, Anna. I'm kind of with Quinn on this one. Next topic. 
Well, that was a... Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I would say go see the new Dark Knight movie. It's a it's a good movie. Anna fell asleep during it because we went to the midnight release. And I don't know how long the Blu-ray will take to get out. So I napped. Uh, I didn't fall asleep. To provide, asleep. A, uh, to provide a counterpoint, I really don't give a shit about Batman. So don't Neither bother. do I. Sorry. If you're even asking, you're probably a little bit interested. If you have the disposable income, go. If Anna Marie is falling asleep during it, it's got I to be... Also hate, I also hate world. cinemas. But oh. <laughs> you hate movies, so well, that doesn't help. No, no, no. I hate cinemas. cinemas. He's quite right, Chris. Oh, okay. It's a ter- like no, cinemas. you pay money. You pay money for people to take your rights away. Oh, you can't pause it. Oh, you can't talk during it. Oh, you can't stand up during it. Other people will make a whole bunch of noise and ruin it for you. Oh, and and we're the worst part, they're going to stand up, them. and at the end, they're going to clap at the screen. The worst. Gonna- Actually, they, they clapped while sitting down. Everyone was really tired. Oh, the worst. It's Why actually worth clap- Hello, strangers who are next to me. I really enjoyed this film. Strangers. I really enjoyed this film. It's a sign of collective approbation. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, there is because the people who made it aren't in the audience. You're clapping to Strangers, I enjoyed this. So? Okay. Well, for those of us who enjoy the large screen and immersive sound and dark room and stuff that you don't have at home, get a a better TV and a receiver, Chris. Yeah. Better TV, receiver, and a a Dolby Digital mix during release date without having to wait for it. Good good idea. I'll do all that. I have everything but the release date stuff. You know what? I'm patient because I'll have a better viewing experience. If I I, need to. I challenge that. I know. I need to have a poo. I can pause it and go have a poo and come back and it'll be right where I left it. I won't have to pay $15 to get in next week to see what I missed when I was having a If you a have to poo during the Dark Knight, you were not prepared. You did not do your job. You oh, oh the Dark Knight's on. I must, I must take some X-Lax so I won't have to poo No, that the makes dark you night. poo. You don't want to take X-Lax. That's the wrong before, thing. I need to empty my bowels before I go to the movie theater because it is a prison. Does anyone from the RPG crew ever pick up a fun or rare video game or related collectible at a garage sale? Any fun stories to, sale, uh, to garage share? Garage sale. Yeah. Do you mean Craigslist? No, I don't mean Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the Midwest, we still have garage sales. Yeah. Uh, I have not I, subjected I, Chris to garage sailing yet. Yeah. I have been subjected. I, I, we, call it car, we call it car boot sailing here. Ooh. Cause yeah, because uh, people just go and park in a big parking lot and just open up the trunks of their cars and sell out of those. It's really I, cool. I've, I haven't I haven't picked up a video game, but I did pick up some rather rare magic cards from one a couple of years ago for extremely cheap prices. I'm selling this black Lotus. I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, unfortunately, not something I could then turn around and sell on eBay for a couple of grand. <laughs> I get all my old video games from Midwest Gaming Classic, never from garage sales. There's... Please, that's just an official garage sale. I know. I actually did. You know, when I was in high school or so, we picked up an Intellivision at a garage sale and uh, nice. found out that the system, I think, has one good game. It's called Utopia. It was actually kind of fun. And we it even had the voice, the talking add-on, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only thing, the only game I believe I've bought at a car boot sale was uh, I replaced my copy of Warcraft Three, which had gone missing many years ago at a at a boot sale. Hmm. And uh, I used the CD key that was still contained inside, <laughs> which is now tied to my Battle.net account. Awesome. Ooh, what is this? What is this? I thought you might like this. Oh, if you want I'm to, missing go. it. I'm missing it. You are missing it right now. Oh, oh. what is it? What are they Digitally showing? It's remastered. It's live. And oh, it's, it's just a couple a... episodes. Who cares? Yeah. But it'll be fun, though. You know, 25 oh, years that's and all that. Right. No, it's in a theater, theater, Sean. It'd be it's evil, about like right? 15 minutes away. 15 minutes away. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought, but you don't like anything in theaters, Sean. So I wouldn't go to this because I could just watch it at home. Yes, I, I could. I would, uh, do they have the uh, HD versions like that they took off film here? Yeah. Yep, okay. That's what good. these are. Yeah, because you can't get those on Netflix yet. No, but they need to. They need to put that. I don't think they're going to put those Blu-ray ones on Netflix at all. Ever? Well, mm. we'll, see. well, not for a long time. They want to sell those on. They want to sell those to you piecemeal. Oh, they're so expensive. Fullness of time. That's all right, though. I, I can be patient because I've seen them before. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I know what happens in them. It's, it'll, be, it'll be okay. <laughs> Runic no, Games I, recently I, I ha- make, wait, 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 There's one oh. more point I'd like to right, make. Right, right. If you go to the theater, they won't serve you a G&T. Uh, some theaters will, actually. No, they won't. Yes, they will. They won't let you take it into the theater. Yes, you won't they will. sit down yes, and say, yes. hey. Yes, G&T, they will. Need there are one. theaters that do do that still. They will bring Minecraft you a G&T theater has the assigned movie. seating. Yeah, there are theaters that actually assigned allow seating. Alcohol oh my and food. God, it is a prison. You are in. It is a prison that you pay to go to. Okay, well they no. don't do that here. It's a prison. That, they should give a, you orange jackets. That's an LA thing, apparently. <laughs> and not it's even an the theaters I've thing. been to in LA. The AMC you hear one does not have assigned seating. I'll yeah. give them that. But that's that's in, that is a new level. Yes. I'm waiting for them to put a barbed wire around that well, and to knock the gold fillings out of teeth it. when you go in. You don't have to wait early in line then. <laughs> to get right, a good seat. Chris, you're right. No, I, it's so I, much more convenient when they tell me where I must well, sit. I, ostensibly, they give you the best seats first. No, you get to choose. So you still have to wait first in line. First serve, you get to choose which yeah, first come, first serve. You get to choose. That's that's so fine. You still have to wait in line. The well, to get, get the tickets, yeah. Tickets. No, no, no. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of touchscreen kiosks on either side that you can just go up to. So you don't actually have to interact with people except when you sit next to them. Even better, except when you when they when you sit next to them, they scream and cry and vomit in your lap. That sounds wonderful. Hmm. Of course, I don't want to deal with. Are you in my seat? I think you're in my seat. I can't read this. The, the lights are off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Then you get into a fist fight because someone thinks you're taking seats. <laughs> All right. Next question. Runic Games recently had a long blog post about the status of Torchlight 2. Although quite lengthy, it basically said, we're working on polishing it. Don't worry. Do you think Torchlight has missed its golden launch opportunity, uh, having passed both the early 2012 date and the Diablo 3 launch date? Or is there no reason to worry about the success of Torchlight 2? No. Tired of uh, much I was, was kind of going to say yeah. that I've I've read from several people who were quite enthusiastic about Diablo three that the the Diablo three is effectively passed yeah. for a number of reasons. Torchlight two is in a great spot right now, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. not only that though, you know uh, they put up their pre order during uh, like around the right along the launch of Diablo three, and that boosts their sales for a long time. Mm-hmm. They were at number one on Steam for a good long while. Yeah, they're going to be fine. No oh, worry about. They've that. already sold more than enough to be profitable. I'm guessing. Awesome. Just for pre orders. Yep. If you release at the same time as Diablo 3, it's not a good market decision. I mean, you might think, oh, it's competitive, right? You're going, no, no you don't want to compete with Blizzard. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you let them do their thing, and then you let it sort of start to trickle down and pan out a bit. Just, and then you release your game as the alternative, something new, something fresh. You know, want to want to get that experience that you had when you first started playing Diablo? Well, now you can get and- it. Honestly, but, even Max said that there was no way they were going to release anywhere near Diablo 3. They said if nothing else, they were going to wait a full month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're well yeah. past that now. Um, what about, uh, are they going to be out before the first expansion for Diablo 3 at this point? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they they yes. still don't have a date. Hey, considering, considering how long half of the swarm took to develop, I don't think we should be looking for oh, any other yeah. expansion. Right. It is still Blizzard. Turnaround. Oh. We're coming up on two years now? Yeah. More? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a while. Yeah. So. All right. Do either of these upcoming games get a vote of support from the RPG crew? Etrian Odyssey? 
four or Code of Princess? No. This is no. question. Code of Princess, yes. EO, no. But I don't like EO. It's just, it's not my game. Um, I played Code of Princess at E3. I really liked it. I didn't play the other game that that developer made that I sh- apparently should have been comparing it to, according to Chris. It, it wasn't made by the same developer. It's not. It wasn't made by Treasure. No, wasn't it made by this people that did the the other? No. Oh, Lane Thing. My bad. Okay. Lane Thing. Yeah, remember Coda Princess has the lanes in it, where you either yeah. in the middle lane, the top yeah. lane, or the that's bottom that lane. Treasure game. That's okay. uh, what's it called? Uh, the one for the Saturn just came out on Xbox Live Arcade. The it's one the that you bought up. and then it came out. Yes, yeah, so it's the beat 'em up side scrolling beat 'em up. This is where I'm waiting for the other people in the cast to fill in the name Guardian for us. Heroes. Guardian Heroes. Thank, Thank you very you. much. So yeah, Coda yeah. Princess is one that looks like Guardian Heroes, but it's not made by Treasure, but uh, it looks like that. So if you like Guardian Heroes, Coda Princess might be more up your alley. If you like first person dungeon crawlers that are really hard, Etrian Odyssey, and I don't know what. I just I just really dug. Um, all of the dialogue that I saw was really funny and really refreshing. And I mean, it had that sort of Atlas tongue-in-cheek humor um, without, and it had a lot of sort of really relevant jokes without kind of going, working designs got milk dated. Mm-hmm. All right. Steam summer sale has been going on strong for an over a week now. It's actually just over now. Confession time. What have you purchased? I mentioned it earlier. I, got, I picked up The Witcher. I guess I shouldn't have. Apparently not. Uh, I bought something for Chris, and he bought something for me. Yes. Oh, and Anna was nice enough to gift me something. Thank you very much, Anna. What'd you What'd you get? Um, she gave me torchlight. Yeah, ah, torchlight. she asked me to buy a four pack of torchlight too because it's cheaper to get it in the U.S. than it is to get it in Europe. Mm. So, and of course, it with the four pack of torchlight two comes four gift copies of torchlight one. So uh, I gave uh, one to Nanny. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to see what I bought. Um, uh, yeah. Armor Two, Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter Four, Arcade, uh, the, the Bastion soundtrack, uh, Dead Space and Dead Space Two, Binary Domain, uh, the entirety of Grand Theft Auto, which is probably the biggest bargain, uh, Sins of a Solar Empire, Rebellion, uh, SimCity Four, uh, Longest Journey, uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, Evercrawl Mercenary, Galactic Civilizations Two, and some Saints Row the Third DLC. Jeez. Why don't you say all of the games? All of the games. <laughs> well, uh, most of those were under five pounds. I can't way. sort by purchased date. How do you find all that so quickly? Yeah, uh, um, Quinn? Hold on. Yes. Next time you, there's a big sale like that, you may want to do, um, at the end of every roll, Earl put question mark CC equals CA. And it'll oh, tell you what the price is in the U.S. Okay. There's probably question mark CC equals U.S. as well. Yes. But the Canadian one is what I would pay for it, and then he could PayPal me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got um, Alice Madness Returns from Anna. Thank you. And I also picked up much uh, Manny's chagrin or dis- disapprovement, probably. Assassin's Creed Revolution- Revelations with all the DLC. You know, it's funny. That was on sale today. Best Buy had a big summer blow sale today, and I could have picked it up for $10. And I passed oh, my on gosh. It. It's even less. <laughs> it was $10. I figured, I figured this is oh. like the good version of it. I f- I forgot to count uh, gifts. I I think I bought a few. Yeah. Wow. I'd have to- it's not the- to my chagrin. You know, it's it's um, it's a well-made game. It's a competent game. It's just I feel a little bit burned out after Brotherhood. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is get burned out before Assassin's Creed Three comes out, and that's the one I really want to play. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I bought a. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
the sale started on the 16th, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I bought uh, Bastion for, for someone who paid me back. Uh, Hitman, the Hitman collection. Who oh, I almost bought me. Hitman, Blood Money. But... And then I bought Eversion and the, the, uh, the that Saint Row the Third pack that had all of the DLC in. Yep. Uh, I bought those two for my partner. Cool. Wait, did you say you bought an Eversion? Eversion, yes. Okay, wait, a version? No, Eversion. It's a it's a plat it's a platformer. Oh okay, I thought you bought the bed like Gears of War clone where you flip around. Oh no 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 hell no, <laughs> no Eversion is a is a neat little platformer. Cool cool. Very much worth playing. Cool beans. Well, that's the Steam games, and that's up for our, that's it for our feedback. Thank you, Ocelot. Let's get into the news, shall we? If we must. Yes, we must. Let's keep this ch- podcast chugging. Uh, first story for the week is, ooh, that's right, Mugen Souls. I don't know how to say this. Mugen Souls? Muggen Souls? Mugen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have what? an announcement of some limited edition packages for it. There's going to be a soundtrack CD and, that's packaged with a standard edition of the game. And a limited edition will, there'll be two of them. Normal limited will have a hardcover art book, that CD we mentioned, and the Shampoo bath set which includes a hand towel and a sponge modeled after an unusual creature from the game. Then there's the limited edition plus figure set, and that will have all the stuff I just said, as well as a set of small ne- Nendoroid figurines, which must be something from the game. And both of them will be sold uh, no, exclusively. Nendoroids are, are a series of um, effectively chibi figures. Uh, the special editions of Disguise 4 had them as well. All right, so tiny figurines sold exclusively at the NIS America online store and it'll be released for ps3 in north america on the september 18th it'll be 49.99 for the standard edition 64.99 for the limited edition and 99.99 for the limited edition plus figure set go reserve it now if you want i'm not telling you to you don't have to some sad news from world of warcraft oh, sorry about that i'm giving you my iphone update still what the heck <laughs> All right. There's only one thing my iPhone should be used for. Tweets from me? No. No. Yes. <laughs> the Ouya sound, you. of course. About it. Yes. All right. Some sad news for people who are following the World of Warcraft movie. Sam Raimi is no longer going to be directing it because he was busy. He had to go play that, make that Wizard of Oz prequel that's coming out soon. Uh-huh. And God. so apparently Blizzard went on and moved uh, moved ahead with the project without him, but no word on who that person would be. This detail came out not as a part of an official announcement. It was just men- matter-of-factly mentioned by Sam Raimi at the uh, recent Comic-Con. The Wizard I, of Oz prequel in which a little boring girl goes up in a little boring no, place no, and everything no, is black no, and white. No, yes. this is where the wizard... No, this is the prequel where the wizard <laughs> arrives in Oz. Oh, I prefer my way better. I want people to go to a movie and just watch Kansas for three hours and then go home. I, I, I just can't believe that they're, they're trying to make a World of Warcraft movie. I mean, just why? Money. That's why. Because money. Mm. <laughs> because but lots it, of money. But Large it's, a video sums. Game, it's a video game tie-in movie. It's, it's automatically gonna... going to suck. Warcraft. Go to it. And people will go see it. Well, here's my question. Will Oz, the great and powerful, starring the guy who played the Green Goblin in the first three Spider-Man movies, will that suck? Yes. Probably. Oh, okay. oh you mean William Dafoe? Uh, no. Uh, James Franco. Oh. Well, it depends. If it's high Franco, it could be interesting. It was... 
Yeah. But then I again, that's always James Franco. So, is that what, is he from a, a stoner movie or something? Uh, dude, that guy's always blazed. Oh, he's just always blazed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skyrim probably not a good game to play while blazed. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. There's a new beta now. You can download and try out on your Skyrim. It is uh, version 1.7, and it lets you. Uh, well, I guess they already added the mounted combat a little while back, but it's got a bunch of other stuff, including. Oh, who cares? Fixes. It's out. You can sign up for it. The important thing to know is that also the PS3 version will get 1.7. They didn't get 1.6, so they will get mounted combat soon. So if you've been playing Skyrim on PS3 and been waiting for a new patch, it's on its way. Fusture. 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 Okay. I don't know what that means. All right. I was saying yay at the end. Fus- All right. Uh- <laughs> The uh, let's see. The next story is that Torchlight Two update where they said they're just polishing the game, and they do a really long blog post to show or forum post to show oh, that they're just polishing the game. Oh, and to follow up on the note we mentioned really briefly last week, the game that ripped off all their assets is now down from the store. Oh, that's right. And the Chinese company claims they will be replacing everything that quote unquote may have been considered questionable. They admitted no wrongdoing. No wrongdoing. Yeah, no wrongdoing. They never said they stole anything. They didn't say they were sorry. Yeah. It was the best non-apology ever. <laughs> there was also a follow-up to this to the Torchlight story where they basically laid out how many assets and items and models were in Torchlight 1 compared to Torchlight 2. Oh. It was like roughly like four times the content than from the first game. Like, like maybe they have like 67 unique weapons and now they have like 300 as an example or like maybe yeah, they have I was, 80. I was trying to show the chart to Chris earlier, but he blew me off. I did not. I looked for everything and I didn't what find it. What a jerk. I just found the blog, the, the long forum post from Travis. I don't know where to find the chart. Sorry. Um, Facebook. Okay. Facebook. Like I told you. Or you can just go to the Torchlight website. It's on, it's the most up recent news story. Riveting radio. I know, right? But you guys, this is what you want me to do. I'm going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> news. Where's news? Meet the team. Oh, wait. You have to go to Torchlight 2 game. Oh, that's so stupid. All right. Uh, Travis talks about scale. And all right. Yeah. There's a chart, which is also great for radio. Um, yes, these numbers on the right side for Torchlight 2 are all a lot higher. I'll just tell you that. And the prices are the same, so you should feel awesome. 62 musical tracks versus 15. That's what I care about. Matt's been making lots of tracks, so boom. Torchlight 2, going to be big. And, of course, as you as you know, the numbers of comparing numbers of resources in one game to another does not give you an adequate way of predicting how much longer the development will take. <laughs> so don't don't go thinking it does. You don't know how their processes is or how big the team is or whatever. So, uh, we do have a story about Elder Scrolls Online, and they—it's a very small update. But if you've been waiting for more info because you're the one person who actually wants to play the game, uh, you should know that it is—they are open to porting it to next-gen consoles. But right now, they're going to focus on PC. All right, riveting updates from Elder Scrolls Online. Hold on, let's check the chat room. Is anyone excited? No. Okay. Just, just making sure. All right. EA is considering different models for the Old Republic, according to The Escapist. Here we have, uh, here's the quote from this article. Our conclusion was we had a great product in Star Wars, but the subscription model in the world of free-to-play was challenging. 
So people are uh, running with that quote and trying to take it to mean all sorts of things. But uh, they did uh, at least confirm that they're looking into, quote, different models to bring more users into the game. So do you think they're going free to play, guys? Of course, eventually, right? The don't all MMOs? <laughs> wow. Except wow. Well, a plea, even while I was going to go free to play, like in five years, you know, everyone when it's not relevant anymore. Yeah, I'd like to point out, I've been hearing that for years, and there's oh, ne- by this time next well, no, year, no, 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 that's baloney because for years their numbers were still going up or staying relatively stable. Now we finally see that they're on the downslope. So, assuming Miss of Pandaria doesn't somehow they're ratchet always, it back up to 15 million, I think there is actually a chance of it now. No, look at their numbers. Before and up in the six months that precede any um, release of a major expansion, they're always on a downward slope because yes. people reach the end of their um, rating cycle. They have but nothing to do. And we're so talking about like a six until. million person difference since before um, Lith. That since after Lich versus after uh, this thing, aren't we? They have not lost half their user base. That's no, that, that's the thing. That's not half. That's fifteen to nine. You're talking roughly half. They have not halved their user. Well, base. that is not roughly half. Actually, it's more like thirty to forty percent. Okay, forty percent. That's roughly half. <laughs> there you go. But I was just more talking about like once Titan gets in the full swing. MOP will come out, and you'll see all those people come back. Which happens. And they'll be back up to fifteen million. You think? Uh, 12 million, 13. Okay, well, but that's the thing. They're not peaking like as high, so they are going down. Well, you know, that's what they had after Wrath was they had around 12. You know, they peaked at 15 what, some time after the release of Wrath. It wasn't at launch. You know, what will happen is you'll have everyone will come back, and then they'll convince their other friends who don't play WoW to come back or who have left WoW to come back, and that takes time. Right, but that's the and thing, again, Sean. We didn't have that post-Wrath peak that we had uh, in Cataclysm, or rather the post-Wrath peak didn't happen with cataclysm it's it's like different now no i don't think it is i honestly don't feel that way but we'll see i think you may want to back that up with numbers before you start saying that chris because i'm not sure that you're right we'll have to do some research and and have our own well you're the mmo in a minute person i expect you to have those numbers for me come on aren't you done yet um, no, I'm sorry. I can't pull those particular statistics out of thin air because I don't pay attention to pay-to-play metrics. I just don't. Because they're not relevant anymore. Right. There's only one pay-to-play game that's relevant anymore, and it's a World of Warcraft. <laughs> All right. Well, but- the only thing I care about in that game right now is Miss Pandaria News. So. Oh. I can't have a relevant discussion about this currently, but maybe we can have it another time. I need some. I need a listener to make us a chart of subscription numbers, and figure out. Isn't there a site that does that? No, they're not updated anymore. Oh no, First. no, no! There, there are sites that do. The problem is, is they do market share, and they're oh. not really specific. Uh, they're they're vague and, at best, and they leave out a lot of data. What I want is someone to just use just the all the is, Blizzard is announced no numbers. One can, no one can validate their information. So no, 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 like no. Disclaimer no. up the woo-hoo. Just just every Blizzard announced number that we've given us, they along with the data, them, was announced. The thing is, they seldom announce their numbers. I know, That's but the we problem. have enough to get an idea. We get a number uh, twice I'm not a year. Sure. And I mean, don't forget, like they. They talk about things like number of accounts, number of Battle.net accounts, active characters. Yeah. Um, but they, they've announced it twice this year so far. Subscribers. Yeah. 
And the problem is, is that active subscribers are not the same as active players. How many people, I, I know at least a couple people that bought into the yearly pass and then canceled it. But they are still counted as a, as a, as a current subscriber because they should be paying. How do you cancel the yearly well, pass? Um, complain very oh, okay. loudly, <laughs> very, very frequently until they give in. Um, apparently, there's also an article on MMO Champion um, with the headline, World of Warcraft stable at 10.2 million subscribers. So it's not nine. Okay, good. 10.2. Yep. It's not 15 And either. that's, yeah. and No, but honestly, they were not at 15 for very long. All right. And we're in a down phase again. So... Calm. Remain calm. Remain <laughs> calm, folks. Will come right. out. It will... Yes. Pandas is going to bring everyone back. You'll see. It will, actually. Uh, All the people I know who have left it said, I'll be, back at, I'll be back at Panda. I, I know people who have that. left who have said that they will not be back at Panda. Yeah, so we'll I, see. That is, uh, yeah, we're going comba- people... to battle the anecdotes. <laughs> Chris, how many people that said that they're not coming back for Panda also said, well, I'm not going to come back for Lich King, and I'm not coming back for Cat. I don't know. You tell me. You know them better than me. Everyone. No, Anna, this is your guild. You tell me. Yeah, pretty much everybody in Heron Harry are. They never left. I mean, huh? They had not left before. McMahon left. Bo left. Mm. Debbie leaves when she needs lifetime. All right. Now we're getting (gasps) into... Not Debbie. Yeah, I know. Now we're getting a bit too specific, (laughs) Anna. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't mean you to go down li- down the list. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going. Please Alphabetic. don't, for their sake. Um, okay. Shadowrun Online. Sort by class, please. Yeah, let's talk about Shadowrun Online now. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's right. No, so you, you mean guys... Shadowrun Returns. No, I mean Shadowrun Online. So Shadowrun Returns, apparently not enough kickstarting Shadowrun goodness for you. Now we've got Shadowrun Online. Their, their catchphrase is experience Shadowrun with your friends and plenty of enemies in an online game and collectively determine the future of the sixth world. So this what is a be... catchphrase. That's yeah, catchy. Well, it's their description for the Kickstarter. Shush. This is by Cliffhanger Productions. This is not the same people, Harebrained Schemes, who are making the other Shadowrun game. This is an online game. So, yeah. It is an it's online PC. MMO. Online PC, Mac, iOS, and tan- Android tablet-based MMO. No, it's a browser-based MMO. No, I'm reading from their game, their page right now. I know that's basically what it is, though. That's oh. why you can play on every device ever because it's a browser. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Well, that well, means no. Some browsers games are good. Well, how do you play in a browser in iOS? It's HTML5. Don't use Flash. Uh, yeah, but there's like nothing to, you can use then. Every other browser-based game uses a plugin or Flash. Then you just HTML5. do a small little app. Uh, but not with the graphics they're showing. You don't use get that with HTML5. Java, HTML5. Well, there's no Java in an well, iOS. It's basically that kind of structure, which is why they can get it on everything, though. Okay. Just think that. Just. I, I think it's HTML5, Chris. It's pretty. HTML5 is pretty robust. Oh boy. All right. Um, that's that's not true. But uh, I don't want to get it into is, that no, argument here. You, you complain. I don't think. I think you have, you aren't on the HTML5 train. That's the problem here. Yeah, you're right. I'm not in the HTML5 Choo-choo. train because I understand how much is actually handled by other third-party um, options that aren't Shh. actually HTML5. <laughs> Pretend that it's all part of HTML5. Oh, okay. That's all hey, good. Chris, Problem solved. wouldn't you want to go to a website okay. that delivers your HTML5 by here, train? Here, how about this part? Their paragraph, 
Okay, yes, I would. But if I continue reading the page, it says it's a Unity 3D game. What does that mean? Is that that means it's, that's, that's a game engine that you can license and then make a game with rather easily. It's very popular and used in a lot of iOS games. So it will be an app on iOS it if it's using HTML, Unity. It runs in HTML5. It does not run yeah, in Yeah, Unity does, is, is pretty good for using for making but browser-based titles. For, for Mac and PC, I do think there is a Unity plugin. You're right. So And then, then on iPhone and stuff, it'll be an app. So that's fine. That makes sense. All right, now get it. I thought you had me confused. Like browser based on iOS. That's what? oh, it's it's on their it's on their main page of Cliffhanger Productions. They straight up say this is a browser based title. Yeah. Uh, right here. Uh, well, they also if if it's Unity on the iPhone, it'll be an app, and everywhere else will be a browser. That makes sense. That's totally totally jives with what they're saying. That's yeah, fine. yeah. It says here, quote: the reason for that. Wait, we are doing a browser based game. That means anyone can exit it at any time from their PC. No downloading. No hassle. Sweet. Except for the part that you have to download. But other than that. <laughs> Because <laughs> it, it is downloading something. I mean, your browser downloads pages before you can view them. That's how that works. I understand. So Cliffhanger <laughs> Productions has giant, giant inflatable dinosaurs. Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway, you can uh, find more by uh, searching for Shadowrun Online on Kickstarter. They're asking for $500,000. They are at 102000 They've got 21 days to go, 1,500 backers, and they've got lots of images and stuff. And uh, I didn't watch their video yet, but there will be a premium subscription because that's what you want. Uh, it's a free-to-play MMO with a pre- premium subscription option, and it's an MMO. And um, they've borrowed the Y Kickstarter image that the other Shadowrun page uses. That's interesting. This is really, really ugly. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm in sorry, their FAQ. In their FAQ. Will you support Ouya? We already contacted <laughs> the guys. <laughs> Uh, they also want to support Ouya. However, many things haven't been clarified yet, so we cannot guarantee anything since we do not know what the, when their plans will be finalized. You and me both, Cliffhanger Starter Productions. All right. If you're called. Many things have not been clarified. <laughs> Understatement of the century. Hmm. So are we looking at another repeat of the... Uh... No. God, what was that uh, no. console that was in development where the oh. guy got arrested for the having Phantom. ties to the mafia or something? Yeah, oh, oh, wait, the Gizmondo. Gizmondo. Gizmondo, yeah. That came out. It actually, yeah, they did actually make that. Oh, yeah. And then they arrested him and took his Ferrari away. <laughs> Only after he Didn't... crashed it, though. After yeah, he crashed. Yeah, yeah, wasn't that the Ferrari he crashed? <laughs> he crashed it, Yes. I need to read up on that whole thing. I didn't. I just learned oh, about hilarious. that a little bit on a giant bomb last week. I had just, no idea. Just download about a bunch it. of old games on the spot po- or the GameSpot podcast. Go back oh. to Megaphones Ahoy. We reported on that. So, okay, I recall that. That was a good one. That was one of my favorites. Favorite news stories back in the day. <laughs> I see. You know, I'll get the time turners out, and we can go back to that, and you can come along with us, Chris. <laughs> the time turners. What is it used for? <laughs> for going back and reporting old video games. No. It, what it could have been used for, saving so many people's lives. What it did get used for, helping a girl finish more homework. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Stupid also, time Also, I, I thought the rule was that uh, only British people could make Harry Potter references. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I forgot. I'm sorry. We, got the li- yes. we, we paid the license fees for that crap. You did? And we spent far more money on it's it. It's part of your BBC fees? Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter license? 
Don't forget to pay the extra fee because you have color TV, not black and white. All right, guys. I need to I need to go into this, and I'm sorry to bring it up because oh, the story is speculative. Oh, okay. All right. Versus 13 has been canceled. According, <laughs> according to Thanks. Kotaku, they have Everyone's sources. Everyone's going to be very angry at us for that one. They have no, sources. Everyone's deaf now. Yes. I'm so happy. It's the best butthurt I've seen on the internet in a long time. So I don't Never, know what's I, going on. Just about anyone with a modicum of sense thinks it's bullshit. All right. <laughs> Kotaku says they have sources that say things like the game as originally intended is done for. And it was officially canceled within the last few weeks. And the decision impacted morale scoring Enix and st- staff were reportedly saddened by the move. I'd like to point out something. Yeah. The last time there was a huge, massive kerfuffle about Square Enix canceling a game, it was for Crystal Bears. And they immediately came out and said, no, 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 no. Let, me, let us tell you what is actually the case. They've been absolutely silent. And all yeah, they've said here's is, what they did please say. be patient and we will eventually clarify the issue. Yeah. It's dead. We have no information on the status of Final Fantasy Versus 13, but we'll be sure to update you as <laughs> it becomes available. Okay, and you're telling me you think it's not canceled, and that's their response? BS. Yeah, no, they would say yeah, it's still in development if it was canceled. same response that Atlas gives when people ask about it. No, game. but it's Atlas but knows how to do PR! Square this Enix not- doesn't! Square Enix responds differently. We've seen how they respond to cancellation rumors when the games aren't canceled, and we've seen how they respond when they are. This is they are. It's done. Um, also, Crystal Bears was canceled for like a week. Indeed, a week. A and week. they immediately came out and said, "We have wait, wait. done a week this." Is and not immediate. What's, what we've done? This is it. Wait, this is not what they are doing this wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. A week is not immediate. You know, they, today they're coming out and they're saying, "No, here, here's what's, here's what's going to happen. We're going to tell you nothing. We're not even going to tell you what the nothing consists of." Well, what did they do? During, did they make us wait a week before getting a statement with Crystal Bearers? No. Nope. They immediately come out and said, "Okay." And then they canceled later, it. A week no. later, they began work on it again. Something like a month later, the story broke that it was canceled. And then they turned around and were like, we're not going to talk about it. So here, okay. your assertion, Anna, is that we got a leak earlier in the process this time. And maybe they will revive it. Who knows? But maybe it's also not canceled? I don't, I don't it's Final it. Fantasy XV. Um, thir- a song from thirteen two just came out on Theater Rhythm. If they so, were going to cancel it, versus if they were going to do anything like rebranded as thirteen three or rebranded as fifteen, they would have held back that song for later in the year. Nonsense. They just if not if they just made the decision. Um, and they can always choose to cancel a game before it comes out. They could do that a month before it's out if they want to. It's rare, but it's happened. Yeah, I know games that have been canceled a month before they came out. I'm I'm really. I'll put it this way. If it's not canceled, I'll be far, far more surprised than if it is. We've seen nothing, absolutely nothing, and this game has been in development for six years. Um, six how years. Long, so were some of these Dragon Quest games in development that we heard it's, on but, nothing? But but look, this has been raised. They've been asked about it again and again and again, and they won't even confirm. And their can't answer is, fuck off, we're not talking about it right now. <laughs> Late night RPG cast oh, where the swears fly. <laughs> it doesn't. Square Enix doesn't work like that. When they, when you tell them their games are canceled and Kotaku reports on it, they come out and they say, "Look, we are still in development on this, and we'll have some more information later." They're not saying we're still in development. They're saying we're refusing to even clarify whether the game exists. Uh, maybe it's they just don't. Done. Maybe they maybe they don't just don't want to give Kotaku Lucy. the time of day. 
when you have number one thank you because a lot of companies do not want to deal with kotaku anymore number two if you are a north american branch of a japanese office and they have told you the absolutely only thing you can say to anything that includes the statement final fantasy versus 13 is we have no update at this time that's what they do and that is something that square that is exactly something that square enix does okay anna so how about famitsu here's what nomura told famitsu We're almost done with preparing the latest info for the game. Because of a totally unrelated reason, there are circumstances in which that info cannot be released. What does that mean? Exactly. This is not, and I'd also like to point out, it may have begun with Kotaku. The story is no longer vested in Well, this was Fumitsu in March. Over the internet now, everyone is screaming about this. I'm sorry, Square uh, Enix is not that. No, this story didn't even begin have... with Kotaku. It began with some guy who's trustworthy on NeoGAF. In any case. They aren't just. Well, sitting that's where all the gaming journalist stories point. start, Anna. <laughs> this is everywhere. Now they're not stupid. They're not going to sit there and say we have no comment at this time when they've been told. Yeah, look everyone, at, no, they, they can get more people talking about go it. Go look at Crystal Bearers. That's all I have to say. Can, they can get more people talking about it, saying no comment, than they could if they said yes, it's still coming, because everybody would go oh, and not publish anything about it. They have never said, yes, it's still coming. They have never shown us anything. They showed an no, extended that's trailer. The that's the when? point. They like get more years ago. Years ago. <laughs> they get more traction. I don't, I don't think they're smart enough to realize this, but realistically, they get more traction than more stories. If they say no comment, they neither confirm nor deny the existence of the game, and then they bring it out at the Tokyo Game Show. That would, that would make perfect sense Beach if they Sport needed to build hype for this game, but they don't need to build hype for it. They've been asked about it again and again and again for years. Yeah, They've given us nothing. To build all sorts of and, unnecessary hype. All right, guys. They still won't tell us anything because it's done. It's going to be Final Fantasy XV. All right. Let go. I'm going to have the last word in this debate. Booyah. All right. And with that, I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> It's as you dead know, as Ouya. At least we can both agree, Lucy, that it will never come to the Ouya. It will never come to the Ouya. <laughs> that will actually be that, and then we'll both be proven wrong when that's what they announced. That's the, the famous reason, Ouya quote. That's the reason he couldn't like, announce it in March, Chris, what? because of the things are beyond their control. Ouya hadn't been announced yet. That's why he couldn't talk about. It. <laughs> now it all makes sense. What are you saying, Manny? What's the famous Ouya quote? Um, it was something along the lines of uh, there was an Ouya Q&A with one of the developers on Kotaku and someone asked, will we be seeing games like Mass Effect and Final Fantasy on the Ouya? <laughs> and the, no, 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 no. That's, the response was, our, yes, our system can handle good gameplay. Our, our <laughs> system can handle good gameplay? Oh, I love that. Or, it's, what? <laughs> it's so vague and meaningless. The most meaningless response it could what? possibly be given. All right, people, that's it for news, and I'm glad it's over. Let's Dodge. move on to what we've been playing. Um, I'm going to go first because I've been playing Jack. I've been running around all over the place. Uh, pocket planes, lots of pocket planes. Played some Diablo 3. Uh, nothing interesting, sadly. Um, Anna, what have you been up to? Um, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, yeah. Pocket planes, and where's my parry? Which is um, a the Phineas yep. and Ferb, where's my water spinoff? And um, no zombies allowed, which is a sideways tiny tower. And um, Final Fantasy 13. Oh, yes. You've been making progress on that. 
Yes. So we're now in chapter 12. 12. Yeah. And here's the thing that made Michael just about kill himself laughing because I got into chapter 11, which is where you get dropped into spoiler. And I hated that. I hate it when games do that. I hate it when games drop you into this massive zone and it's like, here is all the things that will completely stomp on you. Please avoid them. And it's just like, ah, I hate it when games do that. (sighs) Nice. Yes. So the part that you don't like is the part that everyone says, oh, that's where the game gets good. Except, you know. They're full yeah, of crap that's where the game games are. made very, very irritated. Yeah, no kidding. Ah, all right, uh, Sean, save us. What have you been playing? You've been playing something good, right? Um, well, a little bit of WoW something because bad? I have a bunch of new staff. I have a new staff member, and Pearson and I have been playing WoW with him. And Pearson's never really played WoW before, so this is like his. He's going with us through the whole thing, and he loves the lore and the story and so on and so forth. And we've been having a great deal of fun with that. And when I've not been playing WoW with them, I've been playing Final Fantasy thirteen two in preparation for the announcement of Final Fantasy thirteen three, which will be taking place at the 25th anniversary celebration in Tokyo. So I'm very excited. That's another rumor that came out this week that we didn't really mention. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's very likely. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been pounding. Now, Julian Silicanoob Taylor says they're not going to announce a video game called Final Fantasy Thirteen Three. They're going to announce a radio drama that will only be available in Japan, Ooh. or one of those little art books that you have to oh, know Moon Speak to read. That's happened before. I know. Hey, if they that, do that, my uh, hey, that's my territory. All right, that's fine, but we'll have to have you localize it for us. No, I want my game, and you can take your little radio drama and go to hell. <laughs> we'll have Quinn act out all the parts in English. They think they're going to bring back Orson Welles or something. Uh, Chris, create little the RCA Chris, radio yeah. dramas. I will yeah. not be. Re- I will not be acting it out in English. I will be acting it out in finest English. In finest English, finest no, English. English. Okay, I'll take that. I will take that. Which no. Is- English, no. but English with the fine accent. With a fine accent, yes. I want my game. <laughs> my goddamn game. You've That's all played I want. through all those endings. I want the real game now. Julian has also said, I wish you were here, because he's, had, he's been a, a fount of amusement on these sundry topics. But he's also said, credit where it's due, that uh, if... Wait, wait, has out, he been a fount or a font? Both. Oh, okay. Can you use both? I prefer fount. In any okay. case... He um, has also said that the amount of butthurt generated, if it turns out that A, 13 versus is canceled, B, 13-3 is announced, and C, the reason versus is canceled is because it's going to be 13-3, will be enough to destroy the world. Uh, that's, that's not it, because they're different teams. So excited. Different so excited. Teams. Yeah. I hope that I hope that what Square Enix says we'd really like to release versus thirteen, but the fact is that we really need to focus on thirteen three right now. So we've had nothing, no no choice but to cancel it. And then the screams, the screams of the angry versus thirteen fans will lighten you know, my life. It's just they're going to okay. cancel versus thirteen and become fourteen. Who cares? I'm not a thirteen fan. I'm not a thirteen versus fan. Or I just 15. think that all this hype around it being canceled is stupid. Yeah. It's canceled. I, I think the worst news that comes out of that cancellation is 15. Yeah, it'll oh, be no. 15. Yeah. It's, it's what they did for 9. It was going to be, what, Final Fantasy Gaiden or something. And then they said, oh, we're not going to do that. We're going to make Final Fantasy 9. And everyone was happier. 
Wasn't it uh, Final Fantasy Legends because they were intentionally trying to reference the older games, which Something, are all mostly still in there? It was a, it was a, it was a Gaiden. Like what I mean, it's off spinoff of the main. Yeah, series. yeah, spinoff. How does Final <laughs> Fantasy even have a spinoff of the main series that's still built like a Final Fantasy? But they're all, they're all new worlds. It doesn't make well, sense. The whole point was that's why it was such like a piece of fan service and you know, all these little references to old games and everything. So it was going to oh, be, okay. a, and then they said, no, no, but let's, let's just make it a main series game and people will okay. love that. And then they did and people loved it. And so I f- expect that's what's going to happen. Really? That's my honest guess. Mostly Ethan. 13. He's, he's the one who mostly loved it, but I don't think versus 13 will be canceled. I think it's just going to turn into 15. So bigger budget, more time. Yes. <laughs> like they need more time. That's well, you know, the funny well, part. I think in in this respect, I think that the only singular mistake Square Enix made in the, in there is um, a lot of games are in development for a long period of time before a peep of them is made public. Mm-hmm. I mean, people make a big deal about something like a six year development period, but mm-hmm. most games are probably in development for six years or longer. It's just that you only hear about you. You know, they only become public knowledge. What? when they can start the hype train rolling, they've actually got yeah. enough to show for it. You know, the, the, the hype train starts rolling like a year before release, but that uh, it doesn't throw away the fact that, yeah. that the, uh, the artists and the programmers have been scribbling away at an engine for the last five years. Well, the problem with Versus is that they changed the engine halfway through it, and that's not a good idea. And then they pulled a bunch of people off and moved them to different projects, and then they brought them back, and that's not a good idea either. So but, these things... Uh, that, well, to say, to, say that, to say that only happens at Square Enix, though, is... Oh, I'm not saying it only happens there, yeah, but I'm saying... I, I, that happens, it, at, I think, just about every company imaginable. The difference is that at Square Enix, that's the, that's the way it always it seems to be. Hey, it's guys, I want to jump in because we have a live debate going on in my World of Warcraft guild. Oh. Which version of Final Fantasy VI is the best one to get? Oh, up. We've been over this like 20 times before. Why does this company deserve this much conversation? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I figured we might as well steer it to a conversation that's interesting. You you get Son of a Submariner in the SNES one, and you get uh, better music in the SNES one, and you get no load times in the SNES one. Uh, Or the Wii. No, we went down on that one. Okay. Thank you. Now carry on with the versus console. I'm sorry, say again? Now you may carry on with the No, I, I was I was talking to Sean. No, Wii Virtual Console is really the best edition right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If only for the it, it beats the Super Nintendo just because you don't have to worry about anything at all. You can be in a dungeon and just Well, until you buy your new Wii back. and you can't transfer the purchase over. Yeah, that'll be that'll be unpleasant. But yes. you know, you'll have beaten it by then. Other than that. It'll be hey, great. Late. You at least don't have to spend all your time blowing cartridges. Yes. That's, that's also right. true. Wait, on the Look. Super Nintendo, you had to blow cartridges? Occasionally they got musty. Man, that's, you take better care of You were, have to they, buy they, the little plastic worse. covers. I had the little plastic you, covers, Chris. Oh. Haven't you seen the, the old button I have on my... Oh, maybe it's on a bag that I don't know. No, I don't have it. The US. Right. It's got an NES cartridges on it. It says blow me. Well, that's an NES. The, those were bad. That's the pin, yeah, really the pin connector in the NES corrodes very easily. Unless you replace it with a new one that doesn't. Um, the SNES did not have that problem, at least not to that degree. No, not to the same degree. They were a lot better. And they also fitted more snugly, which is another reason. Mm, but yeah. they did still get musty. I had all sorts of trouble with my Castlevania 4 cartridge. Ooh. So. It, I, I, I always found that the, the, uh, the, the N64 cartridges were worse than the, uh, the SNES ones at times. Oh, I had some of those that were terrible. I could never get them to play now that I think on it. 
Uh, I didn't have that system for very long. So. I did have some issues with the N64 cartridge, didn't I? Yeah, especially rented ones. Hmm. Yeah, they got dirty or something. and yeah. just... So, Quinn, uh, I'm seeing on here a lot of stuff you've played before, Sins of Solar Empire, City Heroes, DayZ. But uh, unless you've got something awesome to mention one of those, I want to know about this other one, Umineko. Hmm? Oh, Umineko Umine- is a visual novels. Oh. Uh, what? Nothing. No, no. Visual novels are awesome. Go ahead. It's it, it's a murder mystery visual novel. Um, I've been I've been reading the effectively the second half of it. The 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 first half is um like uh effectively four episodes which are all set up, um, sort of set up story, and I'm now currently reading through the the answer arcs which intend to answer the the mystery set up in the first four. Um, I've been playing with a rather useful patch for the PC version, which uh, some enterprising group of uh, modders have effectively taken the high-definition sprites, backgrounds, and voice acting from the PS3 version and have now rewritten the PC version of the visual novel to use those assets. Wow, that's uh, enterprising. Yeah, considering it looks like they had to rewrite the entire novel from scratch in ONS <laughs> Scripter, that's that's pretty damn that's good. That's not really a patch, then. Yeah, it's... it's. I mean, it definitely adds a lot to it. Um, Does it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the problem with the... It's not really a problem, um, but the, the original visual novels were written by, effectively... Um, they had no artists. They had a really good sound. They had a group of really good sound guys, and they had a couple of really good writers. But they did not have a very strong artist. Um, so when the the novel itself was picked up by, uh, I think it's Alchemist, the the, uh, the name of the publisher, um, they actually got some uh, like professional voice actors and some professional artists in uh, to sort of give the game a new look of paint. Um, so yeah, it, it's highly enjoyable. Mm. Unfortunately, I, in order to actually discuss it, would require me to actually kind of sit down and spend quite a lot of time doing so. Um, but there That's is a okay. free trial um, of the first, uh, the first part, which is on uh, Witch Hunt, which is the translator group for the novel. So you can go and read it there. Cool. Um, Ooh, I think this is the one that I bought and started playing. Yeah, I think I've recommended it on the cast before, back when I was reading the uh, the first part of it, the the first four episodes. Uh, and I think I remember you saying you picked up at you, least the first part. You bought part. Umi Neko? Pretty sure. Oh. I'll have to check my emails. All right. Yeah, check it. Rainbow Moon. Rainbow Moon. Oh, Rainbow Moon. Is that the name of the My Little Pony character? No. Oh, it's a PS3 RPG. That's right. I talked yes. about that um, a week or two uh, ago. Or should I have? RTS. Not yes. a re- RTS. It's a strategy rpg it, yeah it's a tactical rpg with an overworld like, map that you can actually explore and walk around on it's like disgaea but bad it's really bad it's awful. yeah apparently it's excruciatingly boring and grindy um, it's really really easy to completely break it because it has terrible 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 ai i i got bored with it after a couple hours um but i i barely really scratched it so i wanted to go back and give it more of a shot don't, first before writing it off don't um, don't, be, well, because I only hear good things about it on Twitter. I'm sorry. 
people, then the people you're speaking to are imbeciles. And well, I, I'm not I mean speaking that to them. In I'm the just reading. Possible way. No, well. here's why. We have. I have a. We, Scott Money's just finished it. And he's reviewing um, it for us. And how many of them? Reading. Yeah. It's Sorry, terrible. cut you off, Lucy. But yeah, how many of those people on Twitter, Chris, have finished the game? Yeah, I, finished who it. Who cares if they finished it? They're having fun with it. Because they're simple. Okay. So okay, tell me the you, problem, If you Sean. don't understand the system, then yeah, I imagine you might have a little bit of fun with it. But if you have anything like two brain cells, possibly more, you will be immediately disappointed by the fact that the AI is mentally retarded. It is actually a small mongoloid child's brain that has been imported into the game and then smashed with a hammer so as to run the AI. Well, I haven't gotten a second character yet, so the AI right now consists of all the monsters running up to me and hitting me. Okay, what happens is the monsters have a priority. There's a priority for your multiple characters, right? Okay. So you get, like, an archer. And the archer has very, very high priority. The monsters want to kill the archer. So what you can do is you can put it behind your other characters so they can't reach it. And then the monsters just walk up and down in front of your other characters and never do oh, anything. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh. It's not like they have – it's like there's no way. Like, if I, okay, if I cannot reach the archer, I will attack someone else. No. The, I must attack the archer. I will do nothing else. Huh. Terrible. I, I was here. Terrible. I did see a complaint on Twitter about the bosses. Apparently, the boss fights are all about getting it so that the boss is stuck behind the other creatures that the exactly. boss spawns with. So exactly. apparently, you, I guess you could just run up and do ranged attacks on the bosses without them attacking you or something. Correct. Exactly. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> There's all sorts of issues. And once you find out how far the monsters can move, all you have to do is remain exactly one square out of their range. And they will never try to outwit you or work together to surround you. They'll just always walk towards you in a straight line. You could just keep standing one square away. So they can never attack you. You could just kill them with impunity. Bad AI. Really, really bad. Is the story any good? <laughs> you know, he, he said it's very generic. So yeah. I guess if you're interested in this, we'll have a review up. If it's not up already, it'll probably be up next week. I didn't check to see. What oh, I wish I hadn't bought this now. Well, he bought it for the site, and he took a bullet for us, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll, oh, be up in, it'll be up on the 27th. We'll have a review up of that, hmm. so look forward to it. Don't look forward to it, really. It's not something you should be looking forward okay. to. Good to know. <laughs> Play something else. There was another uh, RPG that just came out, wasn't there? Yeah. What? Heroes Rainbow. of Ruin. Oh, yeah, Heroes yes. of Ruin. That's right. And we've Didn't got a review up that. on our site, actually. Give it like a three out of five. Three out of yeah, five, and, the and there's some... Way too high for that game. There's some debate that uh, perhaps the score doesn't match the text, and it should be a two and a half or something, but we'll, we'll see. I think, we'll, uh, we'll correct that. Well, I don't think we'll correct it. I think it's probably already been through that process, but uh, read the review. We... Decide by yourself. Decide for yourself. A slew of issues that prevent it from being great. Okay, yeah. two point. If it's got a slew of issues, it doesn't deserve three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was kind of my takeaway from it, but I, I just assumed I was missing some subtlety that you can't understand unless you play the game. But Chris, there's got... street sharks in this game. There's street sharks, so. yes. Okay. Great. Do you remember the street sharks? No, I don't remember the street sharks. Land sharks. It's on Netflix if you want to watch it. Okay. Is that there's a, a land shark in uh, Blue Dragon, too. Candy Graham. Uh, let's see. So, who didn't go? Manny, what have What's you up? been playing? Uh, not much. Okay. Uh, I've been playing Syndicate. The Syndicate. Syndicate. You know the uh, the revival of that old uh, turn-based RPG franchise from the nineteenth, from like the early nineties. But it's not an Cyberpunk RPG at one. all, right? No, it's a first-person shooter now. Right. Of course. 
Because what else would you do? This and is what happens when EA tries to resurrect a franchise. Please, who would have bought the new Syndicate anyway? I, anyway, I don't I'm know. Just saying, at least someone did something with it. I'm not complaining. It's not a bad game. I got it for $10 from uh, Best Buy in one of their big sales. Did okay. I get it from Best Buy? Who knows where I got it? Yeah, you got it anyway. somewhere on sale. All right. Any good? It's fine. I can't complain for ten dollars, especially $10. the multiplayer with the you know basically like a mini version of Borderlands. You and a bunch of other people going on little loot runs to pick up uh, different chips to augment yourself and better better gear and upgrade points. I, I was uh, you know uh, I'm usually the anti Quinn, but we have one thing in common right now, and that's our excitement for the cyberpunk RPG. So I've been in a cyberpunk mood. Start sort of uh, absorbing anything, any cyberpunk related uh, games I could. So, first up is Syndicate, then some Deus Ex Human Revolution, then uh, hopefully Shadowrun Returns will be out by then, and then I'll move on to Cyberpunk 2020. Nice. And then you can play uh, Steampunk from Witcher people. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, no. Okay. No. Cyberpunk only. All right. <laughs> that means no Dishonored for you either. I'll play Dishonored. It's fine. But that's Steampunk. Uh, it, it's. Kind of. No, it's no, heavily no, steampunk. No, 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 no. No, okay. No, it's it's a lot more just... I wouldn't say steampunk. I would say it's, it has steampunk elements and a lot of steampunk influences, but it's not just a straight-up steampunk game. I didn't know there was a definition of what a straight-up steampunk game is, but all right. Uh, Neo-steampunk or Neo that, that uh, free-to-play MMO from... Uh, Oh, what was that game? So the yes, the you... Atlas Online one. Um, There's also the one. Uh, uh, remember that? The damn, I can't remember that. It was a strategy RPG, Age of Empire. No, it was like something Empires. When there was an entire like Leonardo da Vinci race, that was basically. No, oh, that. Um, I was going to say uh, Arcanum for Steampunk. But Age right. of Mythology. No, no, no I've. Uh, uh, it's one of the Rise of Nations spinoffs. Yeah, um, it's Rise of Nations. Something like oh, that. Right, yeah, Rise of Nations. There, there is an entire race called the Vinci, which basically a kind of like a cross between <laughs> well, steampunk and excessive clockwork. The latest um, Civ Five expansion has a steampunk mod conversion. Rise in of it. Nations, Rise of Legends. Rise That's of Legends. Yeah. Rise of Legends. Yeah. I'm just saying, if they wanted to go full bore steampunk, they could. There's a lot more things they could have done. They're, you know what I mean? They could have just hammed it up a lot. But they, I think they're doing some unique and interesting stuff with it. Sweet. All right. Well, I think we did a we covered a lot of things this week. Uh, I was actually just going to mention a couple oh, yeah. of other things. Oh, let's um, keep going. <laughs> well, actually, uh, one of them is just MMO related stuff, which was, um, I believe, the uh, beta for Planetside Two starts in a couple of weeks. If anyone was interested in that. Okay. I think I need a new one. Um, and the other one is. Um, I may be advertising for, um, I'm looking into uh, doing HD streaming off my PS3 at some point this week, um, so I may actually start doing, I may start uh, live streaming a playthrough of Tales of Zillia soon, if people want to watch. Ooh, uh, where's their stream so they could, where, what's your stream site name? I, 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 I will announce it on the cast next week. Oh, okay, cool. I'm still in the process, I need, still need to buy the friggin' card. Ah, Yes. The capture card, you know, the expensive okay. bit. Yes. Okay. Kim Cattrall makes fun. Quantum Conundrum. Am I right about that? Yes. The okay, portal lady? Yeah. Yes, that's the yes. name. That's, uh, that was her next game. 
and uh, everybody kind of ignored it. It's a pity because it's a good game. Control? Yeah, that that's the that's the woman from. Uh, <laughs> she's from uh, Sex in the City. Oh, is it? Oh, that's not the right one then. Kim Swift. Oh, Swift. <laughs> Do you have her in your brain, Kim Control? Are you watching Sex in the City? No, I just because she died, didn't she? No. Kim Control's dead. Yeah, I thought she died. Or she's got cancer or something. I don't know. I don't remember. How do you spell Someone just patrol? died from Sex in the City. Oh, no. Maybe it was Desperate Housewives. A lot of people died from having sex in the city, Sean. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> twist my words, you fool. It was Desperate Housewives. One of them have, one of them have died. Okay. They kind of get all mixed up in my brain. Anyway, yes. I knew her name was Kim. Um, the old lady that played the neighbor? She yeah, maybe that's her. the secretary in West Wing? Yeah, that's the one. West Wing. She died like two months ago. Yeah, whatever. These things trickle down. By the way, everybody, if it's related to West Wing, Anna knows it. Just Look, I get all of my information out. from the BBC. It takes Catherine a while. Justin. Is that her name? No. Catherine Justin, known for Desperate Housewives and West Wing. That's one who just died, yes. <laughs> no, Catherine. that's not it. Wait, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Right at the age of 72. <laughs> Catral is in Desperate Housewives. No, she wasn't. She was in, you just told me. Sex in the City. Thank you, Sex in the City. Yeah, don't send her an email, Ginya. <laughs> I'm telling, telling my PR representative to contact Kim Cattrall and ask about Quantum Conundrum. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> hey, Kim Kardashian, how's Quantum Conundrum? <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Just send an email to Kim at star.star star and take care of it. <laughs> Use some email wildcards. We'll get, we'll get the right one eventually. Oh, goodness. All right, what was the other thing you had, Quinn? Huh? No, oh, you said you had a couple things. things. I thought there was... Yeah, right. and I gave you two things. Oh, I only remember one. The streaming. Yeah. Okay. It was the streaming and uh, Planetside 2. Planetside 2. That's right. I have a I have a key for that. So I, yeah. I can try that out. I can join you and you can pwn me. It'll be fun. Uh, Yeah, or we could try fighting on the same side. Oh! Too. Oh, that's novel. We should do that. Let's do that. <laughs> let's Let's try that. All right. <laughs> Well, I think we've been doing this for long enough. Let's sign off for the night. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on a Monday. If you'd like to give us feedback on the show, it is podcast at rpgamer.com. You can also call us at 608-729-4098. Chris, and, Chris, Chris, don't give your phone number out on the internet. That's uh, my Google Voice special Jeez, phone number. Oh, only man, meant for RP Gamer. Steal your identification. Yes, you're going to have charges are going to be on your card. Your phones are going to be disconnected. You're going to be arrested <laughs> by the FBI. No, no, no. It is a special number. It is a oh, see, it is a, it is terrorism related. Yes. I'm contacting my FBI <laughs> you should. immediately. Any suspicious behavior? I saw a commercial for that this this uh, this weekend. Any any suspicious behavior? Report it to your local authorities Absolutely. at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Call that number and report the suspicious activity. Let us know what GameStop has been doing wrong lately. And uh, also, you can. Uh, talk to us on our boards at board.rpgamer.com. Go to the latest updates section and find the RPG Kia cast thread. I can tell you what GameStop has been doing wrong lately. Oh, yeah. What's that? They still exist. They still they exist. <laughs> yes. How dare they? Oh, right. sick burn. Contact, contact 608. 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. <laughs> <laughs> calling it right now I'm going to see <laughs> it'll be a voicemail but oh, hi you've reached RP Gamers RPG Cast we're looking forward to hearing your comments please leave your message and your name and uh, we look forward to hearing what you have to say bye 
Man, I need to change that. That's hi. My name. Hello, hello. Is this Who on? The hell was my that? name is Lucifer, and it's I'd me. like to report some suspicious activity. This evening, a fellow who I've never met before contacted me on Skype and made me talk <laughs> about terrible RPGs. And then some crazy woman told me that Final Fantasy XIII is canceled. Quick, please tell me what the facts are. Thank you. Don't forget they threatened to kill Kim. We totally need to use that next week. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think the that's been spoiled, Anna. I don't think we'll be able to. Oh, I just got a notice. I got a voicemail. Oh, who is it? Transcription in progress. Uh, <laughs> Read the Google Voice. Uh, no, it's it's in progress. Since I'm, uh, let's see, let's see. Trans- oh, but I can't, it's from Sean Cooper. Who knew? Oh. Who's uh, you know area code two four eight? No, I won't do that. <laughs> Area code is in Michigan, yes. Yes. Let's see. Um, Hi, my name. Hello, hello. Is this on? My name is Lucifer, and I'd like to report some suspicious activity. This evening, a fellow who I've never met before contacted me on Skype and made me talk about terrible RPGs. And then some crazy woman told me that Final Fantasy Thirteen is canceled. Quick, please tell me what the facts are. Thank you. And now well, you can all realize actually, how I can terrible Google Voice's quality is. I can help him out. You know, you know, Lucifer, let me tell you, you <laughs> probably got off lucky if a strange man is contacting you on Skype and the only thing that happens is that you have to watch some terrible RPGs. It could have been a lot worse. All right. <laughs> hey, you guys, I know this is crazy we just met, but call Chris maybe, please. Oh, oh shut up. <laughs> Blame Cookie. I blame Cookie Monster. I blame Cookie Monster too. No, so share it, me. Like cookie. So share it, maybe. Yes, I blame the entire American subcontinent. No, that's fair. Oh, here it is. Here it is. The transcription. My name is Hello. Hello. This off. My name is Lisa Power, and I'd like to report some suspicious activity. This evening, a fellow who I've never met before contacted me on Skype. Let me talk about terrible RPGs. I did some crazy woman told me. <laughs> no, if I don't think you 13 canceled. Quick, please tell me what the facts are. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, RPGs is spelled out A-R-E space capital P capital G apostrophe S. RPGs? I yes, they are. Should. I think you should use Lisa Power as a pseudonym. <laughs> Lisa Power. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Lisa, Lisa Power. Power. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And with that, I think we should end the, the show. Thanks, everybody, for watching us. Again, podcastrpgamer.com for your emails or MP3 file attachments if you'd like to just send us a segment to play on the show. And uh, with that, we're going to see you next week. Thanks again to Lucifer for joining us this week and all my other panelists as well. And until next week, goodbye, everybody. Good day.